popcorn ready. I'm here, so I won't get fined. It's about the stupid, I gotta say, it's the stupidest thing in sports. No! What? Get your big butt out of here! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast, brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. I am here today with Stephen Rippey. We call this The Flex, and this is our Thursday, or sorry, Friday morning rapid start sit advice. Um, we're all using Stephen's season guide from ShopFantasyGuides.com to work on this. So, Stephen, let's jump into it. Uh, first of all, just a quick uh, Thursday recap. What did, what did, what were your takeaways from the Bills 24, Bucks 18? I guess it kind of went how I thought it might go. I, I didn't think that the Bills would run away with it. Um, I thought it would be a little bit cl- like kind of kind of like it was a little bit close. Um, I mean, the Bucks had a chance at the very end there. If Chris Godwin <laughs> turns around a little bit quicker, the ball pretty much landed right in his hands. He just wasn't wasn't looking for it yet, which was it was kind of a weird play. First of all, is that not pass interference on Mike Evans? It just looked like three players <laughs> just decided to take him off the field, <laughs> Yeah, which, which led left godwin wide open um and the fact that baker mayfield baker mayfield did an amazing job if you're going to set up a hail mary i don't think he could have done it any more perfect so many of these hail marys we see the kirk cousin types just sit in the pocket and get sacked and it's so mm-hmm. it's so um underwhelming you know anticlimactic but he he stepped back and then he j- ran up in the pocket used his athletic ability and just launched a, a perfect hail mary ball <laughs> just evans wasn't on the field because he was taken off of it and then godwin I don't think he knew it was a Hail Mary play because <laughs> he just didn't turn around. Oh, but um, but my takeaways were uh, Bills looked good. Josh Allen looked good. He got a little dinged up. I think his shoulder landed funny, but he seemed fine. Um, Gabe Davis, it was one of those typical Gabe Davis games where he he plays really well probably on your bench. Um, <laughs> but the, the biggest takeaway is probably the Dalton Kincaid breakout. Uh, yeah. He could have had a bigger game. He got tackled at about an inch from scoring early in the game. Otherwise, he ends up with 23 points, but he's still 17 and a half fantasy points. Um, I think he's going to be a thing moving forward and, and likely a tight end one moving forward. Yeah, that was that was nice to see, especially since uh, we brought him up the last couple of weeks as an ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought him up as we might be we might be seeing him turn the corner. Uh, also, Khalil Shakir with a nice game, six, six catches for 92 yards. That's that's mm-hmm. good to see, too. I started Gabe Davis because Jacob traded me Gabe Davis uh, for. Oh, did that? I didn't see that. Yeah, I think it was Amari Cooper and somebody else I traded him for. And it's it's funny because it's actually like paying off. I wasn't really expecting it to um, that in that league. I just got to throw out there. I uh, I followed the fantasy guides the least because it was uh-huh. like the the fourth league that I was joining and I'm four yeah. and three and I'm just crushing in all the other ones. So, you know, all right. All right. I like I, to I hear that. Just, <laughs> I should just stick with the guide. You know, it's like, if yeah. I deviate at all, you never, you, nobody liked Josh Jacobs, but I was like, eh, you know, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. And then, yeah, it didn't work out for me. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, there's still time on that one, but we'll let's, let's hope it turns around. Cause um, running back is a rough position this year. All right, let's jump into the games for this weekend. Uh, week eight, we have, I think, an opportunity for the Panthers to get their first win of the season here. They've got the Texans, three and three Texans going to the Panthers. Uh, Texans are favored by three, 43 and a half point over under what you got for me in the Texans Panthers. Uh, it's the uh, the uh, first two picks battling it out. 
Um, mm-hmm. We'll see who comes out better. So far, CJ Stroud has had the better season. Um, I actually like him this week. I've got him as the QB 10. PFF has him as like a 9 out of 10 rating on their on their rating chart. So they really like him this week. Uh, over the last four weeks, Carolina has given up the fifth most uh, t- passing touchdowns and the seventh most fantasy points to the position. So it is an exploitable matchup. I also like, uh, I actually like Damian Pierce in this one. Um, Panthers giving up the most fantasy points over the past month. Uh, so I think he has a little bit of a bounce back game. Not as good of a matchup for Dalton Schultz, um, but I- I've still got him as my tight end 11. And then uh, I think you got to get the wide receivers in play here. I'm starting Nico Collins. And depending on the league size, I'm going to start uh, Tank Dell. PFF has this as a perfect uh, score on their uh, their little rating scale there. So they like them. And then on the Carolina side of the ball, uh, I don't know what to make of this backfield. Um, Chuba Hubbard, you know, he, he was the guy uh, the last time before the bye week. I think we're going to see more of a committee, which doesn't really get me that excited about either of these running backs. Um, I, I had said earlier, running backs a desperate position right now, so you might be forced to. Um, I do have Chuba a little bit higher than Miles Sanders coming back from that groin injury. So, but I, I don't really, I'm kind of avoiding these guys altogether. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, this could be the, the Adam Thielen decline. Uh, you know, he's, he was before the bye week he was the wide receiver three, um, having an amazing season. He's averaging 21 points per game. I don't think that's sustainable. Uh, and this matchup isn't the greatest Houston over the past month, giving up the eighth fewest points to the wide receiver position. So I would temper expectations for Adam Thielen. You're, you're still starting him, obviously, but just maybe not so much in DFS. And then uh, the other receivers I'm not looking, not looking at. All right. Next game here, we've got uh, the three and four Rams at the four and two Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by six, 45 and a half point over under. What do you got for Rams Cowboys? So I am working on my start sit uh, post for this week that'll drop later today. And I did put Dak Prescott as a start. There weren't, I try to pick quarterbacks, you know, I'm not, I'm not picking the obvious ones. I'm not recommending, you know, Patrick Mahomes as a start. So I try to pick these fringe quarterbacks and there weren't a lot that are like glaring, amazing matchups this week. The best one I saw was Dak Prescott. Um, so I did bump him up a little bit. The Rams, you know, They've kind of had a weird season defensively. They got torched by Anthony Richardson and um, I'm blanking on the other quarterback that there was two quarterbacks that really uh, put a number on them. But the other quarterbacks they faced were like Joshua Dobbs. Um, They faced uh, Kenny Pickett. They faced Geno Smith at the beginning of the year. And Smith hasn't been the same this year. They faced Joe Burrow early in the year. And we know how bad Joe Burrow's been. So I don't know exactly what to make of this uh, Rams defense right now. Um, they're kind of an average matchup, but over the past month, they have given up the fifth most fantasy points to the quarterback position. And they've also given up a lot of rushing yards to the quarterback position. Now, Dak hasn't been running it that much this season, but he did last week. So if he can get it going again this week, um, and they're at home, they've got, I think the seventh highest implied point total at 25 points. So I like the Cowboys this week. I think Dak has a decent game. He scored 25 points last week. So I'm starting him. Starting Tony Pollard, obviously. I really like Jake Ferguson in this matchup. It's a top three matchup for tight ends. So I'm getting him in my lineup. And then the only other receiver I'm looking at is C.D. Lamb. It's not a great matchup for wide receivers, but you're still starting C.D. Lamb. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, let me get to Los Angeles here. Looking oh, yeah. Decent, decent for Tyler Higby. Yep. So, uh, you know, Matt Stafford, I've got him as my QB 16 this week. 
Um, I'm probably not looking to start him. I've, I've, I still think a blow up game's coming for him, but I don't love the matchup at Dallas against a good defense. Um, I mean, you're starting the wide receivers. It's not a great matchup uh, on paper for Cup and Puka, but you're obviously starting those two. But I'm probably looking to bench Tutu Atwell. And then the running backs, I do think it's going to be Daryl Henderson. And you're probably, if you have Daryl Henderson, you're probably desperate. So you're probably going to start him, but it's not a great matchup. It's, it's, uh, they're giving up the 12th fewest touches to the position. So teams are really not able to get the running back the ball a lot for this is them. And they're giving up the third fewest total yards over the past month. So maybe a flex, but otherwise I'm not really looking to start any Rams outside of, uh, the wide receivers there. Oh, you did bring up Tyler Higby. Um, I just I, too many targets are going to the top two wide receivers in that offense for me to trust Higby. Otherwise, yeah, on paper it's a decent matchup, but I just don't think there'll be enough left on the bone for uh, Higby. Gotcha. All right, next game here we've got the Vikings at the Packers. This is a big one if you live in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, Vikings are actually favored by one and a half. Uh, we saw Jordan Love come back down to earth a bit the last couple weeks, and uh, this one is a low lower implied points forty two over under here. Yeah. Um, uh, on that same post uh, article, start sit article I'm working on is uh, Kirk Cousins. I have him as a sit, um, not a must sit by any means at all. I have him right now ranked as my QB 12. So he's perfectly within play. Um, but with no teams on by this week, I do think that um, there could be better options. A lot of people might have drafted him as their second quarterback. So there could be better options this week. Uh, Green Bay has only given up. They haven't given up more than a single touchdown to a quarterback in any game this season. And uh, they haven't given up more than 237 passing yards in any game. So I just don't think the ceiling's there for Kirk Cousins. Uh, like I said, they're giving up the six fewest points over the past month. So he's likely a sit for me. Um, I do like the running backs in this one. The problem is I don't know who's going to get the bulk of the work. Um, I just, I'll just point out it is a top three matchup for running backs going against green Bay. Um, Hawkinson, not a great matchup. Temper expectations a little bit, but you're still starting him. Um, and then it's not a great matchup for the wide receivers either. The only one I'm looking to start is Jordan Addison. I was, I have him as my wide receiver 18, but if he gets the Jari Alexander treatment could be, could be a little more difficult than it was last week. And then uh, let's see Green Bay here. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Jordan Love. I, I think we're just seeing him come back down to earth each week a little bit. Um, this matchup's not a great one either. Minnesota giving up the seventh fewest points to the position over the past month. Uh, I've got him as my QB 14. Uh, Aaron Jones, I just I worry a little bit about that hamstring. It was a smash matchup against Denver last week, and he didn't do very much. Um, so you're probably starting him. I mean, I've got him as my RB20, if that helps. Probably not looking to start A.J. Dillon, though. Um, and then every time I recommend Luke Musgrave, he gets injured. <laughs> I've got him as my tight end 23. Probably not looking to start him either. Um, I do I do like the wide receivers a little bit more in this one. Um, I don't know the status of Christian Watson, whether or not he's playing. Uh, if he's not playing, I, I like, uh, as kind of a flex option, Romeo Dubs. Uh, Minnesota giving up the seventh most receptions to the wide receiver position over the past month. So I don't mind him in this matchup. All right. Next game here, we've got the three and four Saints at the three and four Colts. Uh, almost a coin flip here. They're giving the Saints one point, uh, 43 and a half point over under. Not really sure what to expect in this game, I guess. Yeah. I always wonder too, like, do dome teams travel better to other domes? Like, are the Saints going to go. be good in Indy? You know, dome, um, dome on dome. <laughs> yeah, a little dome on dome action. Uh, Derek Carr actually 
could have had a really good fantasy game last week if if Foster Moreau doesn't drop that touchdown pass. Um, I don't mind the matchup for him this week. Having said that, I've as my QB twenty. So again, this is more of a super flex play. Um, and then uh, Alvin Kamara, you got to get him in your lineup. The guy I've got him, I believe, is my just behind McCaffrey this week is my RB two. Yeah. I, actually, it's right there. I forget. It's right there on the guide. <laughs> Got him as my RB2 this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Colts given up the most touches over the past month and the second most fantasy points. So get him in your lineups. Um, and then Taysom Hill actually getting some actual tight end play uh, last week. Um, Jesse, if you're in a best ball league, uh, this is the best tight end to own <laughs> as your That's second tight guy. end. That's yeah. my guy. Uh, uh, but harder to trust if if he's ju- you're just throwing right. him in as your only tight end. So yeah, I, I I'm probably not looking to start him. But hey, he could run for three touchdowns and I'll look <laughs> like an idiot. Um, been rough for uh, the wide receivers a little bit. Chris Olave and Michael Thomas haven't really done much uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, probably only looking to start Olave in this one. But Michael Thomas will get you eight points, like we said every week, eight to twelve. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, and then moving on to who who they play? Oh yeah, the Colts. Yeah, it looks right. decent, decent for the wide receivers. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor, not a great matchup, but he's still your RB fifteen yeah. on the week. So Yeah, I don't love the matchups. The Saints have a good front seven. They're giving up the fourth fewest fantasy points over the past four. Um, I don't love Gardner Minshew as a start in this one either. Uh He's 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 very much just a streamer. If the matchup's there, I'm fine starting Minshew, um, but I just don't think the matchup's there for this one. I do like Michael Thomas a little bit more. Um, I've got him as my wide receiver 26, so he's a wide receiver three flex option. Uh, and a little bit further down, I have Josh Downs. Um, the, what he's been doing, it's impossible to ignore, so he's got to at least be in your, your flex lineup. All right, next game here, we got the Patriots at the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins favored by nine and a half points. Wow. And uh, 47 point over and under. So they're they're expecting a bounce back for uh, Tua and the Dolphins, it looks like. We don't we don't need to bring up Dolphins anymore, right? We just start, start. all Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, just start your Dolphins. Um, and then we'll this speeds the show up. So then we get to New England. Uh Mac Jones, though, I like him as like a sneaky streaming quarterback this week. Um, now, again, there's no teams on bye week, so it's it's unlikely he makes your starting lineup. But I just want it to be known that I think he could put up some decent numbers. <laughs> Don't start him, but he's going to put up some numbers on your bench. <laughs> I, I've got him as like my QB 26, but it's kind of like a Hail Mary play because he, he's had a couple games this season. Well, maybe two games where he's been pretty good. Um, he's only averaging 11 points on the season, so the ceiling's probably not that high, but the matchup's good. Miami giving up the uh, fourth most fantasy points to the quarterback position, and you know they're going to be playing from behind. Um, yep. And that means I think Ramondre Stevenson, I don't have him ranked that high this week. I don't like the ceiling for him or Zeke, but I do think we're going to see a stat line from Ramondre that's probably like six receptions, 56 yards. Um, so that's enough to get him like 12 points in your lineup. So I, I'm going to start that. And then Hunter Henry, uh, he's just completely disappeared this uh, since the hot start to the season. He's more of only a desperation play in this one. And then again, desperation plays. If you want to throw Kendrick Bourne in, it's kind of like a flex option. If you're if you've got a lot of injuries, I don't mind that because of the matchups there. But otherwise, not really looking to start any Patriots. All right, next game here, the Battle of New York, and uh, mm-hmm. they're expecting this one to be rather boring, a 36.5-point over-under, the lowest of the week, three-point favorites for the Jets. Um, so not not expecting a whole lot of offense or points, at least Vegas is, isn't anyway. 
I can a hundred percent guarantee you this will not make my quad box. Um, <laughs> actually, it might make it just because I, my Darren Waller. Remember how it was looking so terrible? My mm-hmm. my my Darren Waller call. Well, he's creeped back up to the the uh, tight end five, and uh, and things are looking good for him. So uh, you're starting Barkley. I've got him as my RB nine this week. The matchup's actually been decent. The Jets have given up the um, fifth most points to the running back position over their past four. Um, I like Waller in this one. Uh, Jets have given up. They're like a top 10 matchup over the past month, and he's been getting targeted a lot. So I like those two. Probably the only two. If uh, if what's his, uh, Sauce Gardner's back, really don't like the wide receivers. I'm not looking to start any Giants wide receivers. And I think it's going to be Tyrod for for another week. I kind of wish I'd have held on to Ty. I In our dynasty, I traded him uh, mm. on Monday uh, for pretty cheap, but I, I kind of wish i would have held on just a little longer because if he's starting again <laughs> i mean it's super flex if that there's some value there mm-hmm. um and then on the jet side of the ball Brees hall uh he's been i think he's averaging six and a half yards per carry this season or some some ridiculous number so he's right back to being just this explosive running back gotta start him i've got him as my rb7 this week matchup's pretty good it's not amazing but it's it's decent um and then garrett wilson uh I got him as a wide receiver two this week. I like the matchup. The Giants giving up the third most receptions over their past four and the seventh most fantasy points. So uh, definitely have Garrett Wilson in your lineup, but it's probably just those two and nobody else. So we've given Casey a lot of grief about the commandments, but you know, one of the commandments that uh, we, we wholeheartedly agreed upon was this ACL injury running back thing. And both Brees Hall and Javante Williams, boy, they, (laughs) kind of they're making us they're making us wish we maybe would have paid a little closer to attention to them in drafts we need to throw all those commandments in like a big like crater mm-hmm. and just like light it on fire or something or like throw explosives at it because they are just they're falling apart left and right nfl is yeah. changing casey yeah the the disciples out there are are mm-hmm. Not doing well in the, no. in the in the world that they they are out there revolting. They are ready for a whole <laughs> new set of tablets at this point. They they're yeah. creating. I think this is how those all those other religions were created. You yeah. Know? Yep. <laughs> all right. Now, uh, Nick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jess. No, I was just gonna move on. To the next one. You got one more thing for me? No, no, no. I was I was about to start on the next game. All right. Uh, next game, we've got the Jaguars and the Steelers. Five and two. Four and two. Uh, the Jaguars are favored by two and a half, 41 point over and on over under. Uh, what do you got for that one? Well, I just want to ask you quickly, what does your gut say about this game in Pittsburgh? That Pittsburgh will play well. Yes. <laughs> That's what I, that, you know, <laughs> that two and a half points, I don't want to touch. I wouldn't want to touch this game. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been overly impressed with the five and two Jaguars. Um, I, I think Trevor Lawrence just keeps not hitting the marks. I want to see him hit. And TJ Watt, I think will be a problem in this one. So uh, I'm temp- I'm lowering my expectations a little bit for the Jaguars offense in this one. Um, you're probably starting all of them. The, the ones that are in play, you know, mm-hmm. T- uh, Lawrence, ETN, Ingram, Kirk and Ridley. You're probably starting all of them, but I- I'm, I'm just tempering expectations for them. Uh, Ridley, if you've got better options, I don't mind benching him until we see it actually happen. I mean, one tar- one reception for five yards last week. It was brutal. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not expecting them to light Pittsburgh on fire by any means. And then on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, um, I actually think Kenny Pickett could be a sneaky sneaky play. This I've got him as my QB 21, but the 
Jaguars given up the most completions and the second most passing yards to the quarterback position over their past four. And it depends kind of on uh, Deontay Johnson. I think he sat out practice with that hamstring injury. So that makes me a little bit nervous, but if he's got all his weapons, I think, I think they could, that he could take advantage a little bit in this one. Um, as far as and the now, running back, we we've we've moved to a point where Jalen Warren is now ranked above Najee Harris. How how sad is that? RB thirty one versus RB thirty three. Well, it's it's two spots. <laughs> They're just I know, but it's still that's still not it's not great. We just expected way more right. from that player. I will say that was, um, you know, again, give you credit where credit is due. You we talked about avoiding Najee Harris for that reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on you know yeah, but, in drafts at the beginning of the year so yeah it's just i don't know it's been sad to see he just he was so so dynamic in college so well what's crazy too is like the two of them together are still only averaging 18 points per game so it's not like Jalen warren 10 points per game Najee eight points per game it's been pretty pretty yeah. rough uh the reason i like warren a little bit better this week is the jaguars are giving up the most receptions over their past four to the running back position so i think he could you know end up with a five reception for I don't know, 60 yard stat line is kind of a floor. Um, gotcha. So, but, but it's kind of a coin flip for the two of them. Uh, I don't have them ranked very high though. So they're probably on your bench. Um, I do like the receivers in this one though. If you've got Pickens and you got Deontay, uh, they, they should be able to at least make your flex. Um, I like the fact that uh, the Jaguars given up a ton of red zone targets to the wide receiver position. Uh, they rank, uh, they're giving up the second most, I should say. And then they're a top 10 matchup in fantasy points per game. So I like both the receivers. Okay, next one here. We got the Falcons at the Titans. The Falcons are favored by two and a half. And holy cow, here's another extremely low over under 35 and a half point. Uh, not expecting much in the oh. terms of fireworks here. Oh, we call that a not make the quad box game. Yeah, another one of those. <laughs> if, it's under, if it's under 40 points, it doesn't make the... I have rules. Like, uh-huh. Casey's got his commandments. Mine are, you're under 40 uh, on the over-under. You don't make the quad box. Yeah, standards. Uh, we call those... I have standards. Yeah, I mean, this is this is tough because I'm not starting Ritter. Uh, I You should start Bijan. I've got him as my RB13, but it's not a great matchup. Um, hopefully, his migraine's behind him. Uh honestly yes you're starting you're starting Bijan, but that was tough to see it's not a great matchup titans have a tough front seven um they're giving up the 10th fewest uh or sorry the 11th fewest total yards to the running back position so i'm not expecting a ton of yards in this one i don't think i'm expecting a lot of scoring so it's a lower ceiling for for Bijan for sure in this one uh not a great matchup for Pitts, but it's the tight end position you're probably starting him i've got him as my tight end 10 uh but the Titans given up seventh fewest points to the position uh, over the past month. Um, and then not a great matchup for Drake London. I've got him as my wide receiver 35. I'm not expecting a ton from him this week. Titans given up the 10th fewest points to the wide receivers over the past four. Um, yeah, I just don't just don't love just don't love this game as far as uh, um, an off from an offensive standpoint. The fact they're playing at Tennessee, too, makes it a little bit tougher for me. Um, and then on the Tennessee side of the ball, I think it's it's Levis, right? See the starter mm. this week? I don't um, know. I got, I just got a trade offer for Malik Willis, so I'm guessing, you know, when that uh, <laughs> hit accept. I don't know what the league format is or anything. Just hit accept, <laughs> just instantly. Uh, yeah, no, no, somebody somebody offering me Malik Willis. Oh, so that's, oh, that's why yeah, I, get... I I am assuming that Levis is is the quarterback because if we're in our dynasty, mm-hmm. our dynasty league, and I'm getting a Willis offer. 
I'm guessing that Willis offer went to everyone in the league, you know? Yeah, it probably did. Yeah. Fire, fire Uh, sale. I think this is going to be a rough game for the Titans. Uh, I like, you know what I do like? I like Atlanta as a defensive streamer this week. There you go. Yeah. Um, you're, I got Derek Henry as my RB 17 this week and I've got Deandre Hopkins as my wide receiver 41. I just, that just shows you how much I don't trust Will Levis in this, in this matchup. So, uh, it's really just for me. It's probably Derek Henry, maybe Hopkins is a flex. All right. Next game here, the Eagles and the commanders, uh, Eagles are favored by seven. 43 and a half point over under. Um, this is another one of those kind of weird games. I, I could see the commanders playing well at home. That's a, that's kind of a weird spread. Uh, seven points. What do you got for Eagles commanders? I think it's also turning into start your Eagles. Although I guess not, maybe not Devonta Smith because he's been kind of tough, but uh, I, I expect a big game. He's my QB, my overall QB one this week. Jalen Hurts. expect a big game from him. Um, Swift. Uh, that guy's proven to be a good running back. Average of 15 points per game. I got him as my RB11. Um, great matchup for Dallas Goddard. Uh, we've seen tight ends. We saw Cole Komet do it a few weeks ago, tear up the commanders. I think Dallas Goddard could do it this week. Love him this week. Uh, he's my tight end five. Um, AJ Brown, he's almost maybe outside of Tyreek Hill, been the best wide receiver in football over the past month. He's been amazing, obviously, starting him. And then I am still starting Devonta Smith. Uh, I know it's not been fun. But this is a beatable matchup. We saw what DJ Moore did just a few weeks ago to the Commanders. I think you got to get Devonta Smith in your lineup. Um, I've got him as my wide receiver, seventeen on the week. And then let's go to oh, <laughs> Washington. Washington looks like just one guy that's worth. Ah, uh, shoot! You know what? I screwed up. I didn't go far enough down when I when I pulled oh, okay. in my okay. my rankings for the podcast. Um, let me uh actually let me pull it up on my phone here. Or on my uh, on a new screen because I I can get it to show. Well, it looks it looks decent for Sam Howell. Um, he's he's just kind of he's been right. At, he's another one of those best ball is a decent format to own him in. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, you can't really trust him. But it's it's a decent matchup for him. Yeah. Oh, I just screwed this whole thing up, Jesse. I tried to to hit the back button, and uh, well, you're just somehow- gonna have to. You're just going to have to go off with your gut then, Stephen. Tell me about Washington yeah, run, just, running backs. <laughs> let's just go off the gut then. Um, yeah, no, I, as far as Sam Howell goes, uh, I've got him as my QB 15 this week. I don't love, don't love the matchup for Howell. Uh, it, I just, it's, it's Philly. They're just a better team. I'm not really looking to start him. Um, Brian Robinson, yikes. Eagles giving up the third fewest points to the running back position and he's really fallen off lately and we saw uh, Rodriguez get just uh, almost as many carries last week so I'm probably looking to avoid the running back position there and then uh, Terry McLaurin though got to start him I do like him in this matchup Philly giving up the most receptions and the second most fantasy points to the uh, wide receiver position Um, and he's been he's been good he's been not amazing but 12 points per game so he at least makes a wide receiver three wide receiver maybe a wide receiver two this week um so definitely get him in your lineups and then start the uh, start the eagles defense not that anybody needed to be told that but (laughs) i I expect at least minimum five sacks (laughs) (laughs) Howell's going for that record we've talked about that several times he's he's gonna break he's gonna shatter uh Carr or david carr's record right uh 
moving on to the afternoon games here two two quietly four and two teams i feel like uh the browns at the seahawks seahawks are favored by three and a half they tend to play really well at home uh mm-hmm. but they're, they're they're not expecting a whole bunch of points here over and under of only 38 yeah we, we're gonna get some of the uh the, like i think pj walker this week Browns just aren't a fun team. I'm so glad that that's not my team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, can just, they just can't have nice things. Um, so, yeah, in this one, I, I don't love the matchup for their offense. Kareem Hunt was fine last week, but Seattle over the past month given up the second fewest points to the running back position. So I, I'm not starting him. I've got him. I've got him ranked pretty low. I don't. I don't want any uh, Kareem Hunt in my lineup. And then as far as the wide receivers go. Uh, it's it's going to be t- rough for Amari Cooper. He's only averaging 11.5 points per game. Um, I got him as my wide receiver 36 this week. So uh, I don't love the matchup. Seattle over the past month, give him the 12th fewest to the uh, wide receiver position. So you could have better options. He's definitely not a must start by any means. And then on the Seattle side of the ball, we know how good this uh, Browns defense is. So I'm not looking to start Geno Smith in this one. I, I could see him getting sacked a lot. And he just hasn't had the upside that we uh, have wanted to see. Um, you're obviously starting Kenneth Walker. And as far as the wide receivers go, uh, not a great matchup. We have seen, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesse. We have seen uh, Cleveland for the most part this season, other than last week uh, where they saw Josh Downs torch him. And then Michael Pittman, he had two catches. One just happened to go for a long touchdown. So I guess this is my way of saying temper expectations for the the Seattle wide receivers because this secondary is good and we know Miles Garrett is going to um, impose his will on on Geno Smith. So uh, you're you're starting Lockett, you're starting uh, DK most likely, but I would temper expectations for the both of them. All right, next game here we got the Ravens at the Cardinals. Cardinal or uh, Ravens are favored by nine and a half, uh, over under of forty four and a half. So they really like the Ravens in this one. What do you got for Cardinals Ravens? Well, you're obviously starting Lamar, you're starting Mark Andrews, and you're starting Zay Flowers. It's a great matchup for all three of them, but you're also starting Gus Edwards. I've got him as my RB24 this week, so he's definitely startable. Love the matchup. I, I think, what did we say? You said eight and a half point spread. Um, nine, nine and a half. Is it nine? Oh, it must have updated since I had it in my guide. But um, yeah, I think Gus Edwards probably goes, he, he could have a hundred yard games, a hundred yard game and a touchdown uh, just because they're going to be all over Arizona in this one. And then um, let me get to. It doesn't doesn't look great for Arizona. The only great matchup is uh, Demarcado, yeah. and he's he hasn't really looked very good. So, <laughs> no, yeah i I've got him as my RB thirty. I, I, maybe a flex play. I don't love the matchup. Again, I think this is going to be a pretty one sided ball. I don't think that Arizona is going to be able to move the ball very well. Um, you, you have to start Brown in this one because. He's just been so good, and he's been doing it against in, in tough matchups this year. Um, but I would temper expectations. Baltimore over the past month given up the second fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Uh, I, if he has a big game, like I think his ceiling's like fourteen points. So um, he's my wide receiver thirty three on the week. I actually like that Ravens bet. I think they beat them by more than nine and a half yeah. points. All right, yep. next game here. This is this is if Casey wants to be right. His his uh, bold take heading into the season is that the Broncos would beat the Chiefs one of these games, and uh, this is our opportunity. Chiefs at the Broncos. They're all distracted from Taylor Swift. 
they they look way better than us. This is where we're gonna we're gonna shock the world. Minus seven. Uh, Chiefs are favored by seven. Over under of forty seven. So a little bit higher on that. So expecting some points. It's not going to be very nice in Colorado. Maybe no. that helps us. Uh, I know because my son's playing in basically like a snow game on Saturday for his semifinals. Uh, yeah. We'll have to see how how our fifth graders handle that. What do you got for this one? Well, and we've had such good weather. Like Jamie took the she, we had it scheduled. They're like, oh, it's the nice the last seventy degree day. So she took him after school to a pumpkin patch, and the weather turned. Like mm-hmm. as they were leaving, the weather just <laughs> got horrible. It was Jamie's so, yeah. fault. Yeah. So it's it's going to be cold. Um, I uh, what did Casey? He thinks this is the upset game. I don't see that. Well, well remember <laughs> at the beginning of the year he said we beat the Chiefs. Oh. Well, it has to be, yeah. So like you said, it has to be this one. (laughs) I I don't know. There's been games where Russ plays out of his mind versus Kansas City. His two best games last year were against Kansas City, uh, but he looked awful. uh, Kansas City has a really good uh, defense. So um, I don't have the same confidence Casey might have. I do have Russ as my QB 13 um, just because, you know, I, I think he can get it at home, do enough to get it a little bit done in this one. Um, I'm hoping Javante Williams gets a lot of receptions in this one, but the Chiefs given up the eighth fewest points to the running back position. Um, I've got him as my RB23 on the week. Probably not looking to start McLaughlin, although he looks good. I have to say he looks really explosive when he's in the game. I just don't think the volume will be there for him. And then Jesse, uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. I, I think they're in play. I think Sutton's in play for sure. He's averaging 13 points per game on the season. Um, I think he can do just fine in this one. Um, Jerry Judy, though, we haven't seen it at all this season, not even a little bit. So uh, he could probably be on your bench. Um, I don't even know if he makes a flex until I see it. Um, and then on the Kansas City side of the ball, we're probably... Oh, does this mean Taylor Swift's going to be at the uh, Broncos Stadium? I don't know. Uh, yeah, prepare for the highways to be jammed. Oh, up. yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Um, I'm actually... <laughs> I actually supposed to go downtown on uh, you, Sunday, so I need to read. Did you see the thing that Al Michaels like refused to talk yes, about it? Yeah, I like I, that, and, and I like that too. I am right along with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I He's, think this is a start all your Chiefs situation, right? It is. It's a start your Chiefs, and that's right. well. Other than Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore, they they those guys don't belong in any lineups. But you should start Rasheed Rice and every other uh, Chief. You know, McKinnon or sorry, not McKinnon, uh, Pacheco. Mahomes, Kelsey, get them in your lineups. All right, next game here. Let's try and wrap up. We got a few more uh, Bengals at the 49ers. Um, I don't like these these ones where we don't have bye weeks. They, I know. It just goes it feels a like so, many, so much football. <laughs> uh, 49ers are favored by four. Um, it's it, Is Brock Purdy out? What's going on with that? 43 yeah. and a half point over under. Yeah, he had some concussion. I saw the play too. It was like, I think he was trying to do the tush push thing mm. i think and and somebody came in and just whacked him with their helmet and he was having on the plane the flight back concussion symptoms and whenever that happens it's almost like an automatic you're not playing so sam darnold so sam darnold is getting started let me let me just start with cincinnati though since i'm i've got them pulled up uh it's not a great matchup for joe burrow i got him as my qb 11 though because it is uh it's He's still, we know he's a good quarterback. They had the bye week. Hopefully they fixed all their issues during the bye week. Um, but it's a tough matchup. So you're going to have to kind of play it by what other, what your other options are. Uh, you might be forced to play him. Um, 
Joe Mixon, don't love the matchup this week. I still have him as a mid, mid-range RB2, but San Francisco giving up the seventh fewest points to the running back position. I think if he gets it done, it's going to have to be on dump-off receptions and, and hope to get a touchdown because I don't see him getting it done on the ground. Um, and then start your wide receivers. Uh, this is a, actually a decent matchup for the wide receivers. San Francisco, we saw what Jordan Addison just did Monday night, 30 points on him. So you're starting Chase, you're starting Higgins. And even in deeper leagues, I, I think you could throw Boyd in as like a flex option. Uh, and then, sorry, go ahead. Nope, you're good. Okay. And then San Francisco, uh, not starting Sam, Sam Darnold. Uh, who knows? Uh, you know, Shanahan is the QB whisperer. Would I be shocked if he puts up a big game? Yeah. Uh, well, yes, I probably would. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I'm not looking to start him. It's not a great matchup either. Cincinnati's uh, defense versus quarterback has been pretty good. Over the past month, giving up the second fewest points to the quarterback position. Uh, but you're starting McCaffrey, obviously. You got to start George Kittle. I got him as my tight end seven. Not, I don't have him ranked quite as high this week, but you know how the whack-a-mole is with him. He, he, mm-hmm. you, don't want it, you don't want those uh, 30 points on your bench. Um, and then starting Brandon Ayuk. I don't know if Debo's playing in this one. I think he might be sitting in this one. Um, so uh, even if he is playing, I, I just worry a little bit about him. He had like something... I can't remember now specifically, but it is, a, I think, an issue with his shoulder. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but I do like Brandon Ayuk in this one. I got him as my wide receiver at 11. And these teams are kind of trending in different directions with that injury yeah. to Brock Purdy. Uh, I feel like the Bengals, you know, with four points, that might be a, a decent bet there. All right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this next game here, this is the battle of coaches that are both going to lose their jobs at the end of the season. <laughs> Maybe partway through the season, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh should be coaching for the Bears and maybe Lincoln Riley for the Chargers. Ooh, you know? that's, be- I, why has that not happened? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like it makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. So uh, Bears, uh, Chargers are actually favored by eight and a half, which which seems like a lot of points considering they have not been lighting the world on fire by any means. And then a high over under of 46 and a half. What do you got for Bears Chargers? Don't the Bears have a pretty big fan base? I feel mm-hmm. like they're one of those because they're one of the oldest teams. I this doesn't. I just wonder how much of a home game this will actually be for the Chargers. Yeah. I could see a lot of people that if you live in Chicago, I bet there's a lot of people like f this come yeah, December I think the, in January. Yeah, exactly the weather. The wet. The weather is turning there as well. So yeah, yeah, head out to LA for a weekend. Yeah, exactly. So I could see. Uh, I could see a lot of um, Bears fans at this one. Um, uh, Tyson Baguette, the arm wrestling champion son. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking to start him. I also think, yeah, he played well at home last week against the Raiders. Don't, don't, couldn't you see a, a bounce back to earth? Like welcome to the NFL moment with Khalil Mack. And sure. is Joey yeah. Bosa been playing? I don't remember if he's been playing or not, but if he is either way, I, I, I think they could get to him a few times. Um, I think Roshan's supposed to be back in this one. I I would, you know, obviously I'm not expecting Foreman to put up the 33 points and three touchdowns he did last week. Um, but I will say the uh, Chargers are giving up the, the eighth most points to the running back position. So I think they're both kind of, a, well, I'll say Foreman right now until we know what's going on with Roshan. I'll say Foreman is like a flex option. I got him as my RB27 on the week. Um, Cole Komet completely has disappeared since that big game where I told people to sit him. It's like, thank you, Cole. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the matchup's okay. I, I, I'm just, I, until Fields is back, I don't trust a lot of the pass catchers in this one. So I'm not really looking to start Komet. Um, uh, you're still starting DJ Moore, but I'm tempering expectations for him. I got him as my wide receiver 23 on the week. And then Chargers, I think 
I like having these teams where we can just say start, you know, start mm-hmm. your chargers. Mm-hmm. There's not very many people I'm looking to bench in this one. Obviously, I'm playing Herbert. I'm playing Eckler. Uh, yeah, it's been frustrating with Austin Eckler this season, but you're still playing him. I've got him as my RB3 on the week. Um, and then you're starting Keenan Allen. And I, you're starting Josh Palmer. After what he did last week, you, you have yeah. to get him in your lineup. Um, and it's a it's a decent matchup. So those are probably the only two receivers, though. I'm not, I'm not there yet with uh, Quentin Johnson. All right, last game here, Monday night game. The Raiders are at the Lions. Lions are favored by eight. Uh, I feel like that might not be enough. I might. I like the Lions at home here. Over under a 46. What do you got for Raiders-Lions to wrap us up here? Would Josh McDaniels fit in that That coach is getting fired? The end yeah, of the season, yeah. Las, Las Vegas, they're, they're going to be looking, yeah. looking elsewhere, I believe. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't really like any Raiders in this one outside of Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers. Um, Jacoby Myers has been amazing this year. You know, Jesse, he's averaging more points per game than Devontae Adams. 17 wow. and a half points per game compared to 16 and a half. So uh, you, you're starting both of those guys. Um, but And you're starting Josh Jacobs, but totally temper expectations. Detroit giving up the fewest fantasy points to the running back position over the past month. Um, I think Michael Mayer, depending on your tight end situation, could make kind of a, a tight end start in some deeper formats. Um, I've got him as my tight end 15. Detroit has been um, vulnerable to the tight end position this year. And then uh, the Detroit side of the ball, uh, Jared nice. Goff. On paper, it's not a good matchup, but I think you got to start Jared Goff this week. I own as my QB seven. Um, I would shake off what happened last week at Baltimore, which we predicted, by the way. Um, I think he bounces back at home. I think he has a good game. Uh, and then it looks like uh, Montgomery's not going to play this week. So Jameer Gibbs, I got him as my RB six. Raiders are bad against the running back position. He's explosive. Get him in your lineup. Um, Sam Laporta don't love the matchup quite as much for him. Uh, but you're starting Laporta, you're starting him on Ross St. Brown. Um, but that's probably it for the pass catchers, uh, for Detroit. Oh, and you're starting the Detroit defense. If, if I didn't make that clear. All right. I love it. Okay. That's it for us guys. That is the flex. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, early in the week, we put out our recap episode with Casey, where we talk through all the games and then, uh, actually, Stephen, I have not gotten out our uh, our Devi from this last week. Uh, hmm. I am solo. I've been solo parenting all week, so it is. It has been the uh, margins have been pretty tight, buddy. So I, maybe I'll get uh, it produced at the same time that I throw this one out. Okay. So, uh, no, that's cool. Try, try and get both of them at the same time. Yeah, I've had I've had a few posts that didn't make it out this week because uh, kind of in the same boat with Jamie being she's been deathly sick for uh, unfortunately for the past week. So I've been doing a little bit of the solo parenting and uh, caregiving and Jackson had surgery yesterday. So he's got the cone of shame and everything. So mm. I, I know the I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Jackson's. Jackson's our dog, by the way. I don't think I've ever brought him up. I just don't want people thinking <laughs> I have a kid named Jackson with a cone over his head. <laughs> yeah, let's clarify. I, th- I think that is the first time Jackson made the pod. So yeah, yeah okay. Better make sure we clarify. All right, yep. man. Good luck this weekend. See you, bud.